Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by BlackRock Health, providing patients with world-class clinical care and comfort, enabling swifter recoveries. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Welcome back. Well, my next guest this morning is a rising star in the world of country music in Ireland. Originally from Germany, last year saw her win the Rising Star of the Year for 2022 at the American Celtic Music Awards. Currently touring with Dan McCabe, Sina Thiel. Good morning to you. Hello. Good morning, Miriam. Thanks for having me. We're going to chat in a moment, but first you're going to sing for us this morning your new single. It's a song Irish fans will be in fine voice with in Murrayfield this afternoon. It's the much-loved the Fields of Athenry. By lonely prison wall I heard a young girl calling Michael, they have taken you away For you stole Trevelyan's corn Saw the young might see the morn now prison ship lies waiting in the bay that's such a beautiful version of the fields of Athenry so you'll come back over and sit with me after a performance like that I think lots of people will be surprised to learn you're originally from Germany and that you only moved to Ireland in 2015 what was it that brought you here it was my love for music, you know, so I'd always been writing songs since I was seven years old. I begged my parents to buy me a piano, which they did. I'm sure they regretted it really soon <laughs> after because I knew one song and I played that one over and over and over. So I always had a passion for performing. And um, yeah, I, I grew up to write more music and all that. But you know what happened? Life got in the way. And when I was 15, I was so close to, to drop out of school and pursue the arts. And, you know, my teacher said, oh, don't do it. You know, study something proper. Finish school. You can do whatever you like after. And that's kind of what I did. I kind of I became so unsure that I said, OK, right. No, if, if they say that's the right thing for me, then that's what I must do. And that's what I did. And then I went on to study not one, not two, but six years of a psychology degree that my mom and dad paid for. Just for me then, 2015, to say, Mom, Dad, I love you, but I'm going to feck off to Ireland now. I'm going to be a musician. <laughs> Why Ireland? Do you know, I, the funny thing is I knew nothing about Ireland before yeah. I came here. Nothing apart from the crack is mighty, people love the music. And that's all I needed to know. Did your parents think you were bonkers? I think so. To be honest, I, I think I was too. Like, as they say here in Ireland, I was bricking it the night before because I just realized as I was making my one backpack, not even a suitcase, because since I didn't know where I was going to live, like this was really, I had grand plans, like I'm going to save loads of money. This is all going to be great. Like when I came here, I had like barely no money. I didn't know where I was going to live. I had literally a backpack that I could carry and a guitar case because I, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, where I was going to end up. But look, it's gone great for you. So when you first arrived, I think into Dublin with your backpack, yeah. what happened then? I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what happened is that when you have a dream and when you have a passion, when you have a drive, life organises itself to make it happen. You know, something always takes you by the hand somehow. 
and things just work out, you know, somehow I, I found a place where I could rent, you know, funny enough, like I could write a book about this, but I had no money, right? So I just went and sharing a room with two other people, like we were six in the apartment, it was mental. And since I had no money, I said, right, I can make this work. And, and they actually came to me later after I'd accepted it and said, Sina, you know what, the previous girl, she left like without telling us really, and she paid the rent already. So you know, you can live here for two weeks rent free. Oh, so things like these, so like great. just amazing things. But it just comes to show if you really want something, it's going to happen. And you also went to that great school of music here in Dublin, BIM, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I studied first a year of, of songwriting and I was still working in an office because it was part time and I needed to make money. But, you know, like it just wasn't for me. You know, I at, at heart, I've always been a performer. So there, I was just like a fish out of water. Like I would look out the window and see my life passing by. And I just thought, this just can't be it. You know, you, you, I can't be living for the weekend. Like, you know, I, I heard a great phrase the other day. It was normal versus normalized. And it's so normalized in our society to do something that you don't like. That's so interesting. With yeah. our time, which our time is the most valuable thing, you know, it, it can't be bought, it can't be sold, but yet we do try. And I really just felt this just can't be it for me. I, I need to do something that really makes me happy. Now, you got a big breakthrough, didn't you, when you were signed with a record label? I did. Yeah, I started busking on the streets of Dublin and, uh, you know, I'd never played a professional gig before moving here. So it was all very kind of, you know, fake it till you make it. Uh, yes. Where did you b- busk? Uh, places? Ma- mainly Henry Street. Now I can't be giving away all the good spots here. <laughs> no, uh, so mainly on Henry Street. Um, it's just always worked well for me. It's maybe a little less, a little less fancy. Mm. But, you know, I'm the kind of person I don't really need fancy. I just need something that really works for me and that's always worked for me. And sometimes I still go back and it's it's great crack um yeah and so I started doing that and then after some time I I realized you know when somebody else pays the bills somebody else owns the product and in the case of music and art that product is you so you need to really make sure that if, if somebody else owns this product that you're putting out you know it can be very hard because somebody else makes the decision on your dreams, on your most profound feelings and and sharings. And then how did the record company find you and how did that come about? I was playing at an open mic night and, you know, just life, life just organizing itself um, around it. And then as well, when when COVID hit, um, you know, everything stopped. And I think everybody just kind of sat down quietly in their sitting room with their cup of tea and went, what am I doing (laughs) with my life? And I had that moment too. And, you know, there was always the next tour, the next album, the next this, the next that. So it was hard to break out of the cycle, you know. But there was no next nothing. We didn't even know what was going to happen to the world. So I really sat down and I said, is this the dream that I moved to Ireland for? Is this the dream that I gave up everything for. I sold my car, I sold my piano, I said goodbye to my friends, to my family. I launched myself into the unknown. I was here by myself. I didn't know anybody in Ireland. It was literally survival. Like I was busking on the streets, making the money in the morning for the bills in the afternoon. Like, God forbid, sometimes calling my parents and saying, Mom, Dad, would you mind paying my rent this month? Like so, And I really said, is this what I came here to do? And the answer deep inside was no. And I just realized 
I needed to change. And I needed to take the reins and be in my power. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done. So you cut the ties with the record label. I, Having got a record label, you then decided to get rid of them. I, I know, I know. Well, it may sound crazy, you know, but it's not that crazy when you're sitting there with yourself and there's just a part of you that says, this is not for me. But it worked because you've had really great success recently. In fact, myself and my producer, Cora, saw you simultaneously on a brilliant TG Carr show a couple of months months back. And we both said to each other, did you see that amazing singer on TG Carr? Oh, thank you. But you've also just celebrated your 16th number one in the Irish download charts. And I think your album live at THD Galway saw you reach number three in the main Irish charts, like ahead of global superstars here like Ed Sheeran. How yeah. did that feel? Well, oh, <laughs> just amazing. And you know, there's something very special about that show, uh, the concert that was on TG Kahar. And big thank you for them mm. for giving me the opportunity and trusting in me. Because that was 50 minutes on, you know, bank holiday weekend of, of, of me, basically. And what happened is, so I, I decided to go independent. And like Miriam, I was convinced that I was never, ever going to be standing on a stage again. I was convinced that I couldn't do it by myself, that, you know, if somebody else is taking the decisions for a long time, you just end up kind of in this, you know, learned defenselessness of I can't do it. But there was just a very strong part of me that just said, you know what, if if that's the way it's going to be, so be it, because my happiness is more important. And I took the step, I went independent, you know, I I found my feet and there's something really important about being happy. When you're happy, people can see it, they can feel it, they can hear it in your work. And so live at THT Galway, the Town Hall Theatre in Galway, they called me and they said, would you do a headlining show here? And I was like, because they'd seen one of my Facebook live videos during lockdown and I was blown away. So we put together a band and just amazing. And then we couldn't have an audience and they said, look, we're going to live stream. They were honestly such a great support. Fergal, McGraw and everybody there. And I, I got it recorded and I decided to make an album and a DVD and it was entirely crowdfunded by my online following, the Mad Hatters, as they're called, <laughs> 16,000 euro in three weeks, Miriam. Um, and they just made it happen for me. And that's live at THT Galway. That's a tribute to you, of course. Now, I know you're living in Nace, but you particularly love Mayo, don't you? Why so? As, I mean, it's beautiful, but why as, you? As well, yeah. Do you know, I, I spend a lot of time up there. And yeah, just the people, just everything. I mean, the landscape. Although I have to say, I really have a lot of gratitude in my heart as well for Kildare County Council and the, the Arts, Arts Council in particular, because they fund a program that I do on the Mondays. And it's for elderly people it's for people with disabilities it's for everybody pretty much Mm. it's at Macaulay Place in Nace and it kicks off again for eight weeks on the 27th of March 11 to 1 on a Monday so a good way to kick off the week and it's called Music and Fun with Sina and I hand out little shakers and we have a dance and we get up and we share stories and it's just amazing That sounds fantastic I'd say lots of people listening now will be heading there on Monday the 27th Come in, come in It's, it's free for everybody to attend it's funded by Kildare County Council so make use Now, I know you've been touring with the great folk singer Dan McCabe and I gather your parents actually came over from Spain for your gig in the National Stadium, which was on just Friday night gone. And that went brilliantly, didn't it? Oh, my God. I have to say a huge thank you to Dan and to his whole team, because apart from the fact that he is such a talented, 
singer-songwriter. His his new uh, single, actually, Self-Pent, his first ever radio single, Heaven's Only a Touch Away, went straight to number one in the iTunes charts. Well-deserved. It's brilliant. And the gig at the National Stadium, what a highlight. And you've got more dates coming, including the INEC in Killarney. Yeah, the you? I 18th think that's of March. March yeah. 18th. And then Paddy's Day, you've got... Oh, I've got loads going on. We're in Carlo as well uh, with Dan McCabe. And then as well, I'm going to be part of Music City Irish Fest. And that is a collaboration with the Irish Music Magazine, who I owe a lot to as well. And then Nashville as well. As well. So Brenda Willis and everybody over there in Nashville, they've got a good few concerts over at the Grand Ole Opry, actually. And this is the virtual side. So it's literally two days jam-packed with the most incredible artists and it's free as well to listen to. You can just head over to the Irish Music Magazine uh, Facebook page. So Trad IMM, that's the handle on Facebook. And yeah, from 4pm uh, Irish time on both the 17th and the 18th of March, you can head over there. I'm going to be part as well with my new single with the most amazing Katrina O'Sullivan, uh, the yeah. premiere for the new single The Fields of Athen Rye. Fantastic. And you did such a beautiful version of it. Now, before you go, you're going to sing for us again a song you wrote mm -hmm. called The Wishing Well. What's it all about? That is a song that is very close to my heart because on social media one day I asked a question. If you had one wish, what would you wish for? And you may think that people said, oh, I want a lot of money. I want a you know, big house or, or things like that. But no. And I would love to invite your listeners for one second just to think, if I had one wish, whatever it could be, what would I wish for? And I'd say that a lot of your listeners will have thought of the same thing that my followers did. They said, I would love one more day, just one more hour, just one hug with that person that I love so much and that I lost. And that just really hit me. And I, I grabbed my guitar and I wrote the song about this burning wish that you have when you lose somebody, that although you know that deep down inside you, you can't bring them back, but despite that, you just keep on wishing. So it's called Wishing Well. Well, Sina, it's been so lovely chatting to you today and you're going to sing, as I said, The Wishing Well now. If people want to find your music, what's the best way to get you? Best ways to find me on social media, Sina Thiel. Sina is spelled S-I-N-A, Thiel, T-H-E-I-L. So Sina Thiel Music, everywhere on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Well, Sina, it was so lovely that you came in today and now you're going to sing for us The Wishing Well and I wish you all the very best with your career and your life. Thank you so much, Miriam, for having me. I so appreciate it. My privilege. They say that wishes are for fools. I know just who is. But I can't help drowning all my pennies in this wishing well Cause I have never wanted anything so much it felt Like I was drowning in a wishing well Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1